we're SCKDT. Today we're going to be putting our heads together to talk about CTE and Aaron Hernandez and how he was affected by CTE. All right, so let's get it rolling. All right, and now for some basic information on CTE. Its technical name is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. It's usually found in athletes that participate in high-impact sports, and it's usually found in military veterans as well. Some early signs of it include memory loss, social instability, poor judgment, confusion, aggression, depression, just other uh, social and physical so CTE, it's actually um, caused by a repeated blunt force trauma to the head. In Aaron Hernandez's case, because he was a football player, it was caused by repeated blows to the head, usually by because he was a tight end by hitting people with his head. Yeah, I mean, it's most commonly or most widely known to be affected by football players, especially ones that are like linemen, offensive, defensive, because they're constantly hitting helmets with other players, play after play. Um, in the movie Concussion with Will Smith, pretty popular movie, you know, it outlines, you know, how the doctor discovered CTE and how it was found in mostly NFL players at that time and, you know, it was affecting them a lot and nobody knew what was wrong with them physically until, you know, they saw that their brain had a lot of damage that they couldn't see before. And unfortunately with CTE, you can't detect it until after you die. Yeah. So these yeah. football players who get them, who get this, they don't even know they have it and people around them don't know they have it. Yeah. And this information comes from Boston University, bu.edu. Okay, so Aaron Hernandez, he was born in Connecticut in 1989. Um, he had actually a tough childhood growing up. So growing up, it came out after he died that his father actually abused him and uh, physically and sexually, which could have kind of led to the CTE thing later in life. Yeah, and then when his father died in his senior year, um, due to like basic complications with the surgery, that could have affected his mood and could have led to different mood swings before he even got the CTE. And so he's basically known for being the tight end for the NFL team, the New England Patriots. And obviously his killing of his friend Odin Lloyd in 2013, that was a big sign of his behavior and like how this could have been related to CTE and so when he first started getting noticed by the NFL teams were wary about drafting him because he admitted to failing a drug test and Aaron Hernandez actually started doing um, marijuana whenever he was in high school and started doing harder drugs later in life yeah and also he was associated with some gang types and gang violence because of his neighborhoods back home and then going into his um, NFL career, he was the youngest player in his first season of football. And then he had some injuries that complicated his um, career, but then he was rewarded with some extensions and had to bring on bigger roles in his teams following his career. And then he killed himself in jail in 2017, which led to his diagnosis of CTE once researchers um, like looked into his brain and he was 27 and he was found with the most severe case of CTE ever seen in a 27 year old so he was very young when he was diagnosed after he died and all this information comes from biography.com and USA Today 
During Aaron Hernandez's football career, near towards right before the end, uh, he started doing all the murders and drive-bys and stuff. His his other Patriots players actually said that he was very had a lot of mood swings. It was very he needed to go from being hyper masculine to being really sensitive, and he would get really violently angry with the rest of his players. And after he would get really angry, he would immediately start like laughing and joking, having these extreme mood swings. And they all just thought that he was just kind of like. That's just Aaron, like they were all like, it's it just him. But it turns out it's actually a form, that's actually a sign of CTE when you have the extreme mood swings like that he had. I mean, it's hard because like, you know, football players are always, you know, being looked at as aggressive and violent. And I mean, at some point they probably thought like, this is normal, like this is just how he acts when really his brain had so much damage that it was just, you know, it was just messing with them. And like probably like onlookers onto the team are just like, oh, he's just being a football player. He's just, you know, yeah. going out on the field and trying, you know, crush the other team. Yeah. Was like there was like any issue wrong with that. Yeah, and that just proves how CTE, like it's nothing he can control and it, it doesn't just affect him, it kind of affects everyone around him because mm-hmm. of him acting out because of this disease and no one really knows why they just kind of say oh that's just him that's his personality but it shouldn't be looked at as that because it's actually a very serious like problem so i mean hernandez being a successful football player many questioned why he made some of the choices he did which leads into you know why it was obvious he had cte because he was very impulsive and he had a very violent background um TheSportingNews.com posted an article listing, you know, all of the incidents that involved Hernandez. In 2007, Hernandez was a person of interest in a drive-by that was of two men. In 2012, um, two other men, Daniel de Abre and Safiro Furtado, were killed in a drive-by, and Hernandez was again a person of interest. There are multiple murders that are connected to Hernandez, but the most famous was the 2013 murder of Odin Lloyd, who was found dead near Hernandez's home. And in June 26, 2013, Hernandez was arrested for killing him. Um, Hernandez was eventually indicted for the murders of both Lloyd and Aubrey and Furtado, but he pled not guilty to both of them. On May 1st, 2014, he was charged with assault with a fight with another inmate while he was in prison. And in 2015, he was found guilty of murdering Lloyd. Um, in 2017, though, he was found not guilty for the double homicide of Aubrey and Furtado. And then in April 19th, 2017, he was found hanging in his jail cell by his bedsheets and was pronounced dead at 4.07 a.m. So obviously he's had a very violent background, but I mean, this was obviously explained by his diagnosis of CTE, of the impulsive and violent behaviors that he had. Being a successful football player, nobody would want to sabotage their career by killing people. So, I mean, there had to have been, you know, another reason, that being CTE. It's actually really sad if you think about it, because most people would probably just thought he was crazy and really violent. And bipolar. Yeah, yeah. he probably was diagnosed with bipolar at some point because of his different behaviors and mood swings. Looking back on it, it's not something that you could even control. Like, CTE is just caused by his career, and that's unfortunately a side effect of it. So like after he was indicted for the murders and he committed suicide, like what happened to like his family or him? Um, after he died, shortly after, uh, his lawyer Jose Baez wrote a novel entitled uh, "Unnecessary Roughness: Inside the Trial and Final mm-hmm. Days of Aaron Hernandez." Um, 
which discusses um, relationships with family and how they found notes to his fiance and his daughter and his attorney in his cell after he had killed himself. That's kind of crazy because when you think about it, like, like he knew something was wrong with him. Yeah. That he like left notes. Yeah. Um, so he was found uh, naked hanging from a bed sheet in April 2017, um, just shortly after he was acquitted from two charges of a drive-by shooting uh, by a Boston nightclub. Uh, in his letter to his fiance, he said, ominously, I told you what was coming indirectly. Um, and on uh, Hernandez's um, mental state, he commented that uh, the third page of this writing sounds like a man who had accepted his fate as if he saw the angel of death at his door. So he saw that there was a drastic change in Hernandez's mental and physical well-being. Uh, also, uh, in this book, he discusses other uh, quotes by Hernandez, such as, not much time, and I'm being called. And when he was found in his jail cell, he had wrote, written John 3.16 on his forehead. So we hope you enjoyed our information on CTE and Aaron Hernandez, and we hope you tune in next week.